I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. That is not what you just said does not compute based on the question that I asked you. Welcome to Staying Alive Can Kill You with Ron, Tyler, and Matt. Welcome back to episode three of Staying Alive Can Kill You. Ron, T Beard, how we doing? What's happening? We're doing good. I, I think that's the most I've heard you enunciate something uh, <laughs> properly. Stay in professional. Kill you. Well, I'm doing good, good. Other than I just spilled coffee all down my back while I was waiting on you guys to. Get Where ready. else? Did, how did you not who get was it the, like all over the couch and everything? Also, who well, was the last was. one? I got a towel I'm sitting on now. Oh. We were the last one. You were the last one in this thing. We were. We were waiting on you. I'm yeah. going to be nauseous with this camera situation. <laughs> I know. What's better, Tyler? The the uh, moving the phone everywhere or Ron just seeing his forehead? Which one of those? <laughs> I'd rather see his forehead. <laughs> Get you one of those like gorilla pods. I need what? one. I bet I could find one on like some social media site. You know, oh, oh hey, speaking of social media. Our topic for today. I thought we'd talk about social media. <laughs> wow, that's a crazy tie-in there segue. that you just made. Yeah. There we go. That is a good segue. We don't want to do any like, how's it going? Catch up. How's it going? You know? I was like, segue, been... is that like the name of that thing you ride to? Yeah. Okay. It helps you get from one place to another. Like a segue in conversation helps you get from one topic to the other. Okay. It's like it's like a car. Yeah, I just thought of that off the top of my head. Speaking of, proud of it. I mean, something that pops in off the top of my head, like the most fun. I think one of the most Here we fun go. days Here that we I've go. had. Here we, we go. We talked about hobbies yesterday. <laughs> Here we go. And you agree? But I'm gonna speaking of Segway. We didn't ride Segways, but one day I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and me. And oh Matt, yeah. Larry Blake and my oldest son, Cade, and I can't forget, uh, Chris Shaw was, was with us, right? No, we went to his house, but he wasn't oh, there. Oh, that's right. Anyway, it was four four sweaty men showed up to Courtney with holding a little baby. That's all I remember. We we uh, rode scooters all over the University of Arkansas campus. Yeah. And man, it was a blast. It was. It was during we had COVID. a good time. It was like during the height of COVID. Yeah, it was like so, May of 2020, right? So no one was there. Yeah, there wasn't any traffic. There was nothing, and... Man, Nothing we, was really open either. We rode those things all day, and it. Was what so were they like? The rent scooters, like the bird scooters, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just like put it on your credit card and then drop yeah. it wherever you want to when you in. You yeah. Know? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you remember it as much alcohol as you drank. Oh my goodness! Yeah. No drinking and scootering. <laughs> what I remember is there was one part to get up to Chris's house because he lived close to to U of A at the time, and uh, and me and Cade and Larry we get up it just fine and we turn around and Ron's like pushing it up the hill because he's just getting. Hey, I, I can't help that scooter. I had the cheapest, <laughs> weakest scooter. Oh man, that was so much fun. That really was a good time. Speaking of uphill, <laughs> you're trying to get you guys on top. I was, I was hoping, uh, I was hoping uh, it was an improvisation, you know. Yeah. 
Improvisation. Michael Scott says it on The Office. He says uh, an improv improvisation where he just tries to start a conversation, doesn't really know where it's going, but he hopes he gets somewhere. You know. Yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. like riding a Segway. Yeah. You know that Michael Scott character? That's like a made-up character. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware. Okay. I'm aware. I need to do this so it's I can actually see. It's amazing how much you kind of act like him in real life. Oh, get out of here. Not an actor. <laughs> he, thank you for telling me that I am a, an endearing character who cares about people. Endearing. Is that what you that's would say I, about that's what, I, that's what I heard. Okay, so that is exactly the way Michael Scott would use endearing. Yes, yes, that's if true. You, in the wrong people, that's fair. People on that's that show... Fair. Within the context of that show, they at the end they really liked him and thought he was an endearing character. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's just the first twelve years of being around him that are really hard to get through. Yeah, it just took him a while. All right. Well, since we broached the subject, we thought we would talk about social media today. Let's let's define like let's be sure we're all talking about the same thing first. What do we mean by that? Like Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, yeah, I wrote some down. those are kind of easy, but like, where else does it go? I wrote down Snapchat, which is like a super dangerous app, I think. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, there's probably some other ones, but those are the ones that I am aware of. All right. I, get, I don't know if we want to talk well. Okay, so tell me, you guys got to educate me a little bit. So I Hey, if I had a nickel every time I heard that, Ron. I got to... I, I <laughs> On Facebook during COVID, that's the first time I'd ever gotten on Facebook. Oh man! And then I did I did the Twitters once because uh, baseball that supposedly is the main uh, what what's our podcast social media? That's the po- uh, uh, Twitter is the uh, Twitter is the main social media that that baseball uses. And uh, and so everybody tweets out whatever. Maybe it's sports. I don't know. But baseball, even baseball coaches tell us, hey, get on Twitter, that kind of thing. So I got on Twitter for about a month, and then I, I, I quit. But that's the only social media I've done. So what's the difference between Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram and Snapchat or TikTok? And you said Snapchat you thought was kind of... Uh, well, I don't I don't like it because it uh, everything that gets... Uh, most things that are on there, it's for uh, just like a quick... You send a quick video or a quick um, picture okay. and, then it's immediate, and then it's immediately deleted. And so there's no... There's no uh, <clears throat> oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no accountability. Yeah, there's no accountability. And so like it just... I remember when I was at MCA kids had had snapchat and they asked me to they wanted me to get on it and i was like i'm not gonna i want i want a massive paper trail to anything that may or may not happen you know it just it just seems like a way to get people in trouble or to to do unsavory things on it you know and then so so just comparatively what are those like yeah you tell us a little bit about can't believe i'm asking matt a question like this but well i can answer (laughs) if you want (laughs) we can avoid i have I have a I have actual factual answer. Uh, anyway, I mean you can answer Tyler, and then I can give no, my go ahead. my just... accurate. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, so the ones that, like the big ones to me, 
I mean, it depends on the audience is different for each one, right? Um, so Facebook, I would say started or maybe didn't start at all, but it was like the one that people think started MySpace social media. Started it. Yeah, I think of MySpace. There was one called Zanga uh, that was similar to MySpace that we were on in college for a bit. <clears throat> and it was a similar deal. It was just uh, posting, uh, I don't know, information or stories, I guess. But uh, so Facebook, I think, now, if you have a if you have a business or I mean, it is a good way to keep up with people, but basically, it's a free website. You know, Twitter Twitter to me is just a quick information hit or, or like a, a you know because there's only what 140 characters or 200 two, characters. Two forty, yeah. Two forty. Um, so you can only write so much, which I think like it's good for just quick updates, which is why baseball like sports are good because you can. You can just say, "Hey, this person just got traded," or, you know, it, tomorrow's game's rained out here. To you know, and so that you don't ha- you don't have all the fluff of like pictures and video and whatever. I mean, else. they're there. They they are maybe there, but I think people go to Twitter just for like some quick bits of information. I mean, right? I would say no. You need me to correct you, man. You you should probably just hand this over. I was go ahead. Say, uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. Oh, I see, maybe that's I, my yeah. that's my favorite one. I I just thought it was quick, you know. Well, then There's a lot let's of baseball hear. videos that they'll post of, you know, hitting their home run and they're running the bases, or they'll post uh, somebody pitching, you know, throwing their 90 mile, 90, 93 mile an hour fastball or or striking somebody out. But again, it, it is shorter. It's not super long videos. It's shorter. But like so, Instagram, Instagram. I mean, that's all. All it is, is pictures and video. I guess I thought. I, I think it's. I think they're just different audiences. Like if I were trying to get recruited, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily post stuff to Instagram. I would post it to a Twitter, so that. So that I guess because coaches check that more than they will Instagram or whatever. But yeah, that could be true. That maybe the type of video you're posting. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's some amount of, like, convergence that's happened over time. Like, how they started and where they are now is a touch different. You know, Instagram basically became a thing because they made photo filters. Um, (laughs) And that's really what made it cool. It's like, that was the first easy way to, like, take a picture and then turn it to sepia or, you know, whatever. Some sort of uh, filter where where you could look like you took something cool and pro just with your phone and um and you could post it real easily. So now they all allow pictures, but Instagram kind of was picture first. Yeah. Um and Instagram started the stories too. Well, they sort of not really uh it, they were uh ripping off of um Snapchat, weren't they? Oh, maybe. I don't know. See, I don't I don't know why you guys thought I was <laughs> You you claimed to be the expert, <laughs> expert. in shame for others. I grew, I grew up in it, but I don't know all the. I guess I guess that is true. There was also one called Vine for a little while, yeah. which is more of a TikTok thing, I guess. Yeah, just quick videos. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I mean, so yeah, I mean, basically how I would just characterize it because we could spend like the next hour and a half going through each one and describing its <laughs> yeah, pros yeah. and cons. But I mean, well, basically, Matt could spend the next hour and a half describing like one. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Basically, they each have a slightly different emphasis on how you're getting content you want to share out. And, you know, Facebook is kind of almost like your personal photo album journal and Twitter's for like sharing thoughts and news and Instagram's for sharing cool photos and Snapchat is the most confusing app that I I've never felt like an older person than when I've tried to fiddle with Snapchat. <laughs> it does not make sense to me, but my kids sure use it all the time and they take a picture and then type words yeah. over it and then send yeah. it and then it vanishes. And yep. then TikTok is like making goofy, funny, short videos. Some realtors use it for some reason. And that's, that's like kind it. of like the, uh, how I would summarize them all quickly, but they're all just a way for an individual to sort of self-publish, which I think is the thing that's unique about it. All of a sudden, everybody has a platform. We all have a soapbox and we can set it up real quickly and easily and stand on it and start shouting. And some people have managed to shout interesting enough stuff that they have a lot of people gather around listen to them. And most of us are just, you know, screaming into the air. <laughs> of course, it's also a way to interact one-on-one because almost all the platforms have direct messaging. So you can, yeah. you know, slide into someone's DMs and say, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, so wait, wait, wait. What's a DM? Direct message. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. so when you're posting, I'll, so when you're saying whatever you're saying, you're not saying it, to, you're not on your soapbox, yeah. you're whispering <clears throat> in one person's ear. You're just directly to one person that's also I'll, on that on that platform. Also, isn't sliding into someone's DMs, uh, isn't that like they have a kind of a specific meaning. It, I, I, I mean, I don't know, having never done it, nor has anyone yeah. done it to me. Shockingly, <laughs> I'm just stunned by that. Uh, I have always taken it to mean that there's a connotation of you're trying to be smooth and like hit on somebody, yeah. which yeah, is I why I immediately said your name after I mentioned sliding into <laughs> one's DMs. What's up, Matt? I was, I'm, I was, that was my sexy oh, voice. Oh man. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I didn't catch on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, everyone else well, did though. And the fact that you're just now catching on will be interesting. <laughs> I think though. Oh man. Well, not, that's why we only use Matt's first name. Cause he, he does that all the time. Sliding in on DMs. Or whatever yeah. That's you know. yeah. sorry. I just felt like my dad said sliding into DMs <laughs> when Ron said that. <laughs> You can't even say it right. I mean, you no, can't. It's like sliding into second base. Like sliding into whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's, that's totally it's different. Like a, it's like Shaw said, hey, we're, they're running a race and they're neck to neck, you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, neck man. Neck to neck. Neck to neck. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't sound right. I know. Well, you know, we're, we're going to have a field trip with those guys. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of mixed metaphors going on here. Yes. We uh, I've got a, I've got a good friend who uh, his his brother would always butcher the phrase six of one, half a dozen of another, and so they just got to where they would just say six, anytime <laughs> something was the same, didn't matter. Well, where would you rather go, six? You know, <laughs> and so so we've adopted that. So now, anytime you want to say you don't care, I, you just say six. Six. That's good. Yeah. So anyway, back right, to the so, social medias. Right. What? So what's the what's what are we? I think I asked you guys. It, is social media is it a good thing, a bad thing? Has it improved people's lives? Is it uh, a detriment? What do you guys think? I mean, I I, I don't remember if I, we talked about this last time, but was it you, Ron, that that, that said basically it's a tool? 
and so you know like most tools yeah like yeah. like most tools it's it's really funny you know now that we've defined kind of what social media is how do we think it's changed cultures uh or changed our culture and then and then further questioning do we think it's good or bad yeah you know? But I, yeah, tool. Uh, it, it, I think I said it was a tool that can be used for good or bad, and um, and we we can elaborate on that. But I think more it's just how has it affected? What's changed in the last? When, so when was it that social media came out? When when was the what dates? Are yeah, we talking? I mean I was like two thousand two, two thousand three. Okay. In the in that. Area. So roughly, what was life like pre two thousand, and what was life like post two thousand, and <clears throat> and maybe has there been a bigger change? Like uh, we could even discuss that just a little bit. Like up through this this century, what what's caused the biggest change in our behavior? And one could argue that the iPhone has caused the biggest one of the biggest changes of, of all time. Um, and maybe we could discuss that a little bit. Social media certainly being a part of that. But just the individual freedom or individualism to be on some device by yourself and it be so efficient and so entertaining and so easy and yet you're connecting to other people. Uh, a lot of times, maybe you're not, maybe you are. Uh, but that dynamic, the difference between a television and, a, and an iPhone, maybe the biggest difference is is only really one person can sit on the iPhone, or usually it's one person. Whereas when the TV was invented, it, it kind of promoted a few people watching it together anyway. But uh, is the iPhone that the biggest thing that's changed in the last, or was it... Uh, space was it that some people have said the washing machine you know <laughs> well that. yeah i remember asking a a a, a lady a, a friend's mom who was born in 1900 um and this was uh 25 years ago or so i was talking to her she was 95 ish and uh, i asked her what the biggest change in her life was <clears throat> and you know she saw cars coming into n- normalcy i mean you know you think back to 1900 <clears throat> And that was the thing she listed was the washing. I asked her what was the most significant thing huh. that's changed in the last ninety five years, and she said the washing machine changed her life the most because she went from having to do laundry like two hours a day to like an hour a week. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think the iPhone is uh, is at least the embodiment of the biggest thing to change in our lifetime. Um, the internet, it would be hard to like separate those two. Because yeah. the the inter, the iPhone without the internet would not be near as significant, um, and maybe the internet without the iPhone would still be really significant. So I might end up pushing it back a layer to the internet to say that's the most significant thing because it allows us to connect in very profound ways, and it's made information um, essentially free in a lot of ways. Like you know, nowadays the reason you go to Harvard is prestige and it used to be to get the information now all that information is available um you know now if i I would still go to harvard but it would be for the people the networking and the and the prestige it wouldn't be for the content because the content is available 
online, essentially. So you've just got this ability to learn almost anything that you want to without being beholden to anybody else for the first time in history, um, which does a lot of interesting things. I mean, you think about most institutes of power, um, one of the ways they maintained their power was with, you know, through information dissemination or withholding. And that's how the, uh, you know, like the, the church has done things throughout, you know, like when you see the printing press create the Protestant Rev, uh, Reformation, um, you know, all, you go from having this exclusive group of knowledge holders who disseminate it as needed and kind of have this control to, oh, here's the Bible, here, read it for yourself, kaboom. Everyone's like, wait a minute, that's not what you've been telling me all these years, and you've got a whole new branch of thinking and way of doing life in church. The Internet has sort of done that now for all sorts of things, um, and, you know, it's just kind of a the, the, the printing press on steroids, really, because of the efficiency of information communication. And that's a great point. I, hadn't, I mean, that's... Uh, tying all that together uh, and, and really thinking through that what actually has changed behavior in people right what what actually has caused the most people to change what they're doing in their life and um, certainly in some instances like say um, the the invention of the car uh, it was a little while before everybody could afford a car or everybody had a car or the invention of the airplane. Uh, I mean, I still remember, like, I didn't fly in my first airplane until I was in my 20s. And, and there were a lot of people that I knew that had never flown. Uh, and now it's like, you know, everybody's flown. And with the iPhone, it, it seems like you, like I've traveled to, to Africa or different places, third world countries, it's like everybody's got a phone. It, it almost doesn't matter if you have money or not, you, somehow you figure out how to get a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Yeah, and I, I mean, I phone. even remember like uh, my kids, right? Like my oldest daughter's 24 to give some reference. Um, and, you know, when she, she didn't get her first phone until she was 12 or 13, and, you know, what kind of finally prompted us to do that is she was babysitting at that age. And she started babysitting for people who didn't have a home phone, which was brand new. Um, and so in that amount of time, so in the last 10 years-ish, call it, um, it's gone from kind of being an optional thing to, yeah, you go to Africa and everyone has one there too. Like everyone in the world has a phone. And that's come about in the last 10 years, essentially. Yeah, which which is staggering to think if everybody has a phone, that phone's got to connect to something. Right. And so er, almost everywhere in the world, there's service, mm -hmm. which says a lot about the the uh, how much money uh, uh, Apple's making off the phone, how much they're investing, how much AT and T, whatever that it supports it. It supports enough to where you can begin to put all uh, up this infrastructure to support the system. Right. Um, I guess similar to maybe electricity when it was starting out and uh, or investors and 
than making money off of it in the end. I think something that, that through this process is there's been a lot of change in the last, since 2000. Uh, whether that's uh, change in behavior or whether that's change in culture. And I think where we were headed, or we wanted to head to, was how is this, how is this uh, social media changed behavior in people uh, and what does it cause good or what has it caused, what, what's been detrimental to society maybe or what, how has it improved society? And Matt, Matt being a person who, so Matt, how old were you in 2000? 2001, 2002. <clears throat> I graduated, so yeah, 2001, I was 16, 17. Okay. Yeah, I graduated so high school in 03. So. Okay, so almost all your adult life, you have yeah. you haven't known anything different than than having a phone. Right. Well, social media. Well, phone wasn't like I, it was we didn't just get it. a phone. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't market. My brother and I shared a phone my senior year of high school, but it like <clears throat> I would say we left it at home most of the time. Like it wasn't a. It just wasn't much of a thing, I guess. You, we could text yeah, and call and maybe play a game. <laughs> So snake, yeah, snake. Um, so I think people started. I think we had our own phones in college, but <clears throat> I think people like Facebook came about. You know, when I was in college, and and it was kind of like this neat thing, but it was all like you could only connect with other college students. You had to have a a college given email address to get on Facebook. <clears throat> mm. Um. Uh, but yeah, certainly, yeah, it just seems like uh, social media is all that I've, it feels like it's all that I've ever known. I don't, I don't remember life before social media much because it was high school, junior yeah, high. Yeah, now that seems like so strange. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, you couldn't get on Facebook? Yeah. If you didn't have, if you weren't a college student? Yeah. Uh, you know, people would like look at you weird if you said that now. We're even thinking like, oh, I've got a question about something. Let me just look it up on on Google or on you know on my phone real yeah. quick. Like we had to wait and and look it up later or ask you know find somebody to ask if they happen to know the answer to the question. And just yeah, on that note, it's like been the most. It's like I don't know for me the way I'm made is I I don't have a lot of energy to go look up a lot of stuff at the library or to go look go go to some encyclopedia and look it up. Uh, I'll think of an idea and go, man. I wonder. To give an example, I wonder how, I wonder how old somebody is. And a lot of times we'll sit around and try to guess people's ages, like famous people. So we'll go, well, how old is Clint Eastwood now? And in the past, we would argue about it, and none of us would really know yeah. how old he is because there wasn't any any quick way to look that up. And, uh, and now you just go to your phone so you can even have a little game and play about it. And, and my deal is there'll be stuff pop up in my head during the day and I'll actually look it up now because I can get the answer so fast and, uh, and it becomes some, so much more efficient for me that I actually, am actually learning facts. I am actually learning things about, about uh, topics that I probably would have never had enough drive to go look it up somewhere and, and learn about it. Well, even... Especially, especially dates, uh, history, 
getting things uh, clear as to who lived at what time, th those type things, it's, it's so easy now to go, yeah, when when did William Shakespeare live? Oh, well, let's look that up. Okay, yeah, where it was just this kind of big mosh pit somewhere back in the middle, you know. Yeah, uh, and that that I think in the, uh, we we might be getting pretty far afield from our original topic, but that I think has <laughs> a lot of implications about education and how we do it. Kind of tying that back to what I said a minute ago, because any sort of educational process that's trying to get you to simply absorb information is a complete waste of time, because everybody in the world has a device in their pocket to look up data. Um, what you need to do is train people how to, um, you know, deal with the data how to make use of the information, how to think is kind of the most generic way of saying it, but analyze, you know, con synthesize, you know, pull together data points and understand the story. How to actually make good decisions. Based on it all. Yeah, yeah. And so any, any test where you're writing down, you know, that... Um, when Shakespeare lived in Stratford-upon-Avon, write the date, fill in the blank, I would say is an utter failure of education. Stop it. Everybody now, every <laughs> eight-year-old can look that up in two seconds. Don't force people to do that. That's just, you're just wasting everybody's time. All right. <laughs> That's a great you, point. You feel strongly about that. I mean... <clears throat> I'm this just, isn't uh oh it's true i mean yeah like if you think about it how much money is spent to try to educate somebody or how much time is spent to plan something and you're gonna you're gonna plan it out as a teacher or you're gonna plan it out as an administrator in a school to test somebody on a date mm -hmm. I mean, and that kid can look up that date yeah. in like two seconds yeah how, how much how much how many resources have you wasted and how much time have you wasted uh, to yeah to get that same thing across that can be can be done in a matter of seconds now mm -hmm. yeah and now they might need to know why shakespeare is important see that's why we're going to conclude every podcast with me asking that question. the why yeah it is that's good why. uh plus every adult obviously I mean, people, grown-ups look up stuff, so why why expect a kid to yeah. read it in a book and learn it, you know? Yeah, one of, the, one, one of the classes I had in college was thermodynamics, which is always one of the really fun ones that people who have to have it look forward to. I say that with much sarcasm. It's pretty hard. And um, But I, I always thought that my thermo professor was very wise with how he did the class we had whatever three four tests a semester right and basically your whole grade hinged on that and he would bring the test in the class was started at twelve thirty, and he'd throw the test we'd pass out the test it was open book open notes and you had as long as you wanted slide it under his door whenever you were done and i would turn it in about seven hours later um, and the beauty of that was a couple of things one is i didn't have to study because i didn't i didn't i didn't have to 
stuff my head full of information ahead of time that I may or may not use, which I mean, pros and cons there. I'm not trying to say that's the best part about it, but it was nice as far as scheduling. But the other was that no job ever are you going to be have resources withheld from you in order to, to try <laughs> to get to the right answer. So it was actually an exercise in what you really do in life. And that is be handed a problem you don't know how to solve and figure out how to solve it. And uh, I think it was a great exercise. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it, I, I did well in that class just because of that. He, the way he did it, I think made a lot of sense and was good training for how to do real life problem solving. A YouTube, anyone, anyone could put up a video and we, and there's now so many that, uh, you know, uh, you can fix. I mean, if you, if, if I have a car problem, I know I can look up my car and see someone solve the problem on YouTube. It's just someone's done it. And so I just look and see how bad it's the process is going to be and how many, you know, specialized tool I need to know if I want to do it. And I can just click, 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 find the part from some obscure website and gets mailed to me from Milwaukee or somewhere. None of that would have been possible without these connections, without YouTube teaching, without the internet giving us access to you know, all of these retail outlets. And yeah, I mean, just the amount of luxurious access to information and, and, and um, products is unbelievable. The question would be, why? Miller's done. Miller's, yeah, Miller's no, won the dismount. I'm not ever going to be the one who asks why anymore because now that no, it's that's, Miller's going to ask it it's like a, it's like sooner our, than I will because he's going to be want to be done. It's like our motif. Like, yeah. you know, we, it's, a, it's our podcast motif. <laughs> All right, Tyler, go for it, man. Wrap this thing up. Put a bow on it. I'm, I'm, God, I don't know. I, I hadn't, I mean, the, 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 the question normally naturally flows. I don't currently have the question. I, cur- I don't currently have the question. Well, normally you just Hang ask. On, give me a, I know because it's a I natural. Like that we say, we I don't say, even know what we were talking about. We to say ask why we, about. We say normally, and this is the third time we're doing this. Well, Ron and <laughs> I've I had more else. conversations. This. <laughs> so, guys, so we talked about man, the internet made a big difference in uh, in the process and the speed at which we got information. And Tyler brought up a point about how there's like nobody in the world that we can't contact. Um, or if we want to contact them, we could get in touch with them on the internet. There's really not any fact that we can't find. We could look up any date in history and, and see a synopsis of, of what happened that day. Uh, or we can fix our car on YouTube. All that stuff. But I still, we kind of get back to the same thing that we end our podcast with is why do we want to do that why is it that we want to connect or why is it that we need to that we have this thirst to to learn things to fix things uh you know why why is that important to us or why has the internet become so popular 
And I don't really have the answer. I just I, I mean I'm it's several thoughts have run through my mind. One is I mean obviously connection. We we've talked about that is why the podcast is fun for us. We've talked about that's why fly fishing's fun for us. We've talked about that's why hobbies are fun for us is connecting. And so the internet allows for connection in a new way, which is what we're doing right now. Like I'm staring at you guys on a screen talking to you like Jetson style on some TV basically. <laughs> um and so it, it allows for connection. That's one thing. And then the other is the information. I think we're using it to solve problems, right? We're using it to be efficient at solving problems. Ironically, to free up leisure time, um, I think, to tie it back into last week. And um, uh, I mean, that seems to be what humans are motivated to, what we seem to be motivated to do that, right? To free up. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, and so it's not super clear. But there, there seems to be a a, a, a tie in to all that. Stuff. Well, the same. Yeah, it, it, the the same avenue, device, whatever that we solve problems with, we also use for leisure. I don't know if that's helpful, but um, like I can get on my phone and look at YouTube f- to fix my car, but then I'll get on I'll get on TikTok on my phone too, which is leisure time. Well, um, and YouTube can be leisure time. Oh, yeah, very much so. I was watching some guys fly fish in New Zealand the other day, and it was unbelievable. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we, we do, we can waste time with the yeah. internet. We can waste more time, which actually might cause us to have less leisure time, or maybe wasting time is leisure time. But uh, Or we can use it to be more productive, uh, going back to... It's a tool. It's kind of a tool uh, of whether or not how we use it. But that doesn't negate the fact that as, as humans, we want to, it seems like we want to solve problems. And the more efficiently we can solve those problems, somehow we feel like we're, we're better at it or it's a better thing. It's a better thing when, we, when we're able to fix uh, the toilet quicker as opposed to it taking three, four days to fix. Uh, and everybody, everybody kind of agrees on that and what the internet's done is it's caused us to be able to get all that information so much faster if we desire to Um, and that seems important to us and the importance then would be is the motivation to is that important to us because we just we always feel like we want to have our own time we we want to be be in control of our own time and if we get something done that we feel like we have to do whether that's a job or whether that's whether that's uh getting something fixed that's or something that's broken fixed that's taken up our time it's not our free time then um that somehow that plays a part in it that we always want to be in control of our time and and if we want to sit on the couch and do nothing we want to be able to do that uh, but we rarely do that, actually, when we have free time. We usually pick something to do to occupy our minds. Gosh, this, I don't know if this is going to help end things, but I just was thinking, uh, I feel like internet, social media, whatever, is for, I, I have three things. So I have connection, which has been said, information, but then also entertainment. Like, I, how, you know. Uh, my internet is is allowing me to to stream Netflix or whatever so that I can be entertained. So I don't, and that's not gathering information. I'm not connected to anybody, but I'm inter- being entertained. You know, 
like how many kids use their phone for information? I think most kids use their phone for connection and entertainment, right? That's good. That's true. I mean, I do think entertainment's really important. Somehow entertainment's really important yeah. to us. Entertainment always happens. In yeah, leisure. I was going to say, maybe it's part of leisure. Maybe it is. Um, but don't tell me you're not like sitting at your house and you're like connecting to all your Star Trek buddies, you know. By I mean, you could have named or... any other like geeky thing. <laughs> I have never watched Star Trek or Star, or, Star, or, Star or, or, or yeah, Marvel. That'd be... You know, you're sitting there going, man. What, wearing your, you're wearing your Batman suit. We can pull something together from this. Let's just stop it. All right. See y'all. Bye. Bye.